Welcome to the Growing in Grace podcast, where you can listen in on some casual conversation about the good news of Jesus without all of the inconsistent religious double talk. If you've ever struggled with feelings of hopelessness, guilt, and despair, or wondered if you're really right with God, it's time to discover the true freedom that comes with the gospel of unlimited and overflowing grace. Growing in Grace at growingingrace.org. This is the Growing in Grace podcast. I'm Joel Brzezinski with Mike Kapler, our weekly podcast for well over 16 years now. Been loving doing this uh, thing for a long time and well over 800 podcasts now. And what we're doing um, to to kind of celebrate that, as we've been doing now for several weeks, is looking back. And we're going to be wrapping up this uh, this, um, 800 Club series here that we've been doing as we've been looking back at some of the highlights and headlines of things that we've talked about over the years that we have really enjoyed and we think have helped people a lot and important things, that type of thing. We've talked about a lot of things over the last uh, several weeks, Cap, and um, I think one thing that is really important for the church to understand, for people in the body of Christ to understand, is what the gospel is. I I think, sadly, there are a lot of people who, they do believe in Jesus. I'm not questioning salvation here. I just, sometimes the the uh, the understanding of what the gospel really is and this understanding that we really do have righteousness, right standing with God apart from anything that we ever do and despite anything that we do because God's righteousness is given to us as, as a gift. It's his very own righteousness that he has gifted us with. And when he gives a gift... He doesn't take it back. When he gives a gift, he's happy to do it. He gives it freely. It's a free gift, and it's something that we can't earn, and it's something that uh, our works neither neither earn or um, or we're not denied the gift because of our bad works. In fact, God justifies the ungodly. So uh, we've talked about that quite a bit on, on the podcast, and so let's uh, hit some highlights on that. A good place to start which may even go back to our very first podcast. I, I think we might have been in this passage. I'd have to double check that. But what is the gospel? I mean, what is it? You know, we it's a, it's a word we hear a lot. We know it means good news, right? But Paul said in Romans 1.16, I am not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes, to the Jew first, and also to the Greek, for in it, for in the gospel, the righteousness of God is revealed from faith for faith, as it is written, the righteous shall live by faith. So several things here. Paul wasn't uh, ashamed of the gospel uh, because he was out there in the world trying to live appropriately in front of other people and received persecution for living so good. That's not what the gospel was for Paul. It was the power of God for salvation because something was revealed in this good news. What was it? The righteousness of God. The righteousness of God was revealed. You see, the Jewish people, uh, for all of those centuries since Moses, they were chasing after righteousness. Righteousness was the end game for all of humanity, really, and still is today. Being right before God, being acceptable to God, that's what they were pursuing. That's what they were chasing after. And they were doing it through the works of the law, but they never attained it. They were never able to get to the place of perfection that the law required. 
Uh, and so what happened there? Well, in Romans 9, many chapters later here from Romans 1 that we just read, uh, Paul explains, so uh, in fact, I got this pulled up here. What shall we say then? Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness, that's people like you and me, non-Jewish people probably, uh, Gentiles who did not pursue righteousness have attained it. That is a righteousness that is by faith, not works. But that Israel, who pursued a law that would lead to righteousness, uh, righteousness, did not succeed in reaching that law. Why? Because they did not pursue it by faith, but as it were, based on works. They stumbled over the stumbling stone. And Christ became the end of the law for, for all who would believe, because righteousness would be through him and not through our boasting, not through our efforts, not through the works of the law or any other kind of works. Uh, I'm going to let Joel step, step in here, but the, the nutshell version here of what I'm trying to say is there was a revelation that occurred with the gospel of Jesus Christ, and that was a revelation of righteousness that comes by faith in what he did and not in what we do. Yeah, you know, in, in the church that I was in, in, when I was involved in a more legalistic church setting, um, we would always quote this verse, I'm not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, and we would leave it at that. And then we would build our own doctrine on that, basically, that says, well, I'm not ashamed that I am standing for living right in this evil world. And, you know, there, there's and, nothing. And, and I'll bet you skipped right over verse 17. Exactly. We, that we stopped right there. And we didn't continue on with the rest of the passage or with the rest of Romans 1, 2, and 3. And, and this and this um, where, where Paul really gets into this gift of God's righteousness and what the gospel really is. And, and again, there's, you know, you can stand for what's right. That's okay, but that's not the gospel. That's not the, what the gospel is. And in fact, Paul was persecuted and, and put down and, and disassociated with because he stopped teaching a message, you know, as a Pharisee in, in Philippians, he talks about his past life as a Pharisee, all the, the, the things that he thought he could boast in, all his, you know, righteous living and, and various other things that he thought he could previously boast in. He ditched that, counting it as dung so that he could have Christ. And he was put down by his fellow Jews for that message. And that's why he said, I'm not ashamed of the, the gospel. This is what I'm not ashamed of. I'm not ashamed of the fact that God has gifted us with his righteousness. So right there in Romans 1, when he says that, I'm not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation of to salvation to everyone who believes, for the Jew first and also for the Greek, for in it the righteousness of God is revealed. It, it, and he goes on to talk about, for a couple of chapters, then he'll talk about the unrighteousness of man, the ungodliness of man, and that's the reason why the gospel was needed. That's the reason why the sacrifice of Jesus was needed, was because of all the ungodliness and all the unrighteousness of everybody. There's nobody excluded in that. He says so in, in Romans 3, uh, as he goes, as he continues talking about this, there's no one righteous, no, not one. That's what we've come to understand. There's nobody righteous, whether Jew or Gentile, all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And here's the good news, being justified freely by his grace through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. So we're justified freely. God has justified people freely. Can we say that enough? Freely. <laughs> God justifies who? The ungodly. He ta Paul talks about that in, I think it's in Romans 4, as he gets more into this thing. God justifies ungodly people. That's good news. In the church, though, we're, we have this thing 
where it's we're all trying to present ourselves as how good we you know, when you hear somebody's um when somebody gives a testimony i used to do this i used to be heavily involved in these bad things god changed me and now i'm heavily involved in righteous things again that's good i'm i'm happy it's it's a wonderful thing when christ gets a hold of a person and gets in your life and um cleans you up in in your actions and and in your attitudes and in the things that you do that's great that's wonderful but the gospel is true whether that happens to you or not you know it's uh, the gospel is god's righteousness being given to you freely as a gift that you didn't earn that you didn't deserve that you didn't work for uh then even some of your works might not match up to it but you've still received god's very own righteousness that's what the gospel is it's god's righteousness given to us as his gift apart from our works. We can't say that enough when it comes to this. But I think that since Paul does then give in his epistles, he talks a lot about this this new identity that we have, this grace that we've been given and and who we are now. And then he will Paul will talk about since this has been given to you, now live this way. Um and that's again, there that's all good stuff, but a lot of people start with the live this way as if that's the gospel. Uh, But really, he's just saying, since you have Christ living in you, and I'm paraphrasing, um, since you have Christ living in you, yeah, it's good to live this way. Um, But again, the gospel is the fact that apart from our works, apart from anything that we do, God has gifted us with his righteousness. Yeah, you know, uh, Paul wrote to Titus, and he said, you know, we ourselves were once foolish, disobedient. We were led astray, slaves to various passions and pleasures, uh, passing our days in malice and envy, hated by others hating one another, but, but when the goodness and loving kindness of God our Savior appeared, which appeared through Jesus Christ, he saved us not by works done by us in righteousness, but according to his own mercy, by the washing of regeneration and renewal of the Holy Spirit when he poured out on us richly through Jesus Christ our Savior, so that being justified by his grace, we might become heirs according to the hope of eternal life. So uh, not by works of righteousness that we have done, but according to his own mercy, he has saved us. Uh, And a renewal, a a new creation experience taking place uh, through the Holy Spirit who now abides in us. That that is something that is so easily overlooked uh, in, in a in a religious world that's just filled with trying to seek some sort of fulfillment through self-improvement and a higher level of, of moral behavior. As Joel said, um, you know, trying to make improvements in your life is, is not necessarily a bad thing. It's just not the gospel. Right. <laughs> and so uh, it's, you know, there's just nothing for us to boast about except in the finished work of Jesus Christ. Yeah, and I was just looking at this in, in Romans 4, as Paul continues, for if Abraham was justified by works, he has something to boast about, <laughs> but not before God. So he could look, he could say, hey, look at what I've done, and, and people might be impressed, people might be happy, but it, it doesn't it doesn't impress God at all. Our works do not impress God. Our works do not justify us before God. And uh, Paul goes on to say here in Romans 4, 4, Now to him who works, the wages are not counted as grace, but as debt. In other words, if you're going to work to try to earn something with God, that means that God owes you something. 
God owes you a wa- wages for what you've done. And God's not going to do that. God doesn't pay you for what you've done, for, for your works. Um, <clears throat> he doesn't owe you a debt. <laughs> but to him who does not work, I love emphasizing those three words, to him who does not work, but believes on him who justifies who? The people who have worked? No, that would go against what he just said. To him who does not work but believes on him who justifies the ungodly. His faith is accounted for righteousness. So if you put your faith in God, your faith is accounted for righteousness. God has made you righteous on the basis of your faith because it's you who does not work but you believe in him who justifies the ungodly. And um, so Paul spends a lot of time here talking about the, the faith of Abraham and how that applies to all of this and to God giving us the gift of his righteousness. And one last thing that we talked about on the podcast that we will bring up again, spend just a week on it as we look back on our past 800 podcasts, is uh, what we see as a contrast, a difference between what Paul and James Uh, believed in regards to righteousness, in regard to the gift of righteousness, in regard to justification and how works fit into it or don't fit into it. And so uh, we'll give that uh, another look next week right here on the Growing in Grace podcast. Stay with us, growingingrace.org. This has been Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Brzezinski, heard online through various internet sources around the world each week. Access past programs by visiting growingingrace.org. Share it with a friend and listen again next week for more Growing in Grace.